for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Christy Stratton. And I'm Kyle Dutton. And we are not at the uh, at the normal location for recording. No. We are currently at my house. In your study. We're, we're upstairs in the office. We are surrounded by music. It really is appropriate. It really is appropriate. Yeah. Like, uh, maybe we'll take pictures and send this. But yeah, all my CDs are here. All my autographed albums are here. All my rock bios are back here on this shelf. Right below your Harry Potter Legos? Right below my daughter's Harry Potter Legos. We had to put them up here because the cat jumps into them. Just okay. dives headfirst into them. <laughs> Seriously, they were all over here. These Oh, oh all, right. my, all my rock books are over there. Oh. So yeah, here we are. It's nice. It's good. That's a good vibe. And the reason we're here tonight is Christy and I are going to watch the first two episodes of Vinyl. <laughs> And just do audio commentary. Never again. Now, let me Never uh, do again. they have, because I haven't watched it yet, do they have um, like actual music from that era or do they make yeah, they new do. music? Okay. Or Here's one of the reasons it's terrible. Well, let me just preface it by saying I don't like to hate on things. I'm not that person to put negativity out in the world. I just, I, I'm, I, I really, but just know that it's so terrible and they're getting away with it. HBO has doubled down on this horribleness. They're ordered a second season. Oh my God, no. Reviewers are like, it's great. It's not great. Okay, so about music. There might be payola happening with the reviewers. I I, I mean, it's... Better or worse than People vs. O.J. Simpson? Because that's pretty horrible. I think that's a masterpiece. The episode that was last night, (laughs) I I thought was wonderful. It was the best one yet. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay, music (laughs) is not good. Like you expect it to be good, mm-hmm. but the the songs they choose to spend money on and how they choose to, d- it's like I, I posted uh, on my Facebook, they licensed Bad Moon Rising mm-hmm. under a scene where he leaves one room and walks into another room yeah, and with his back to camera, lights a cigarette. That's... It. I, I, I can't hear myself, Pat. What, you like, know what? I keep turning down your thing, <laughs> thinking it's mine. There we go. Sorry about that, honey. Okay. I call you so, honey. So, even though this, there's clearly a, a lot of money being thrown at this, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the music is re-recorded, like by, mm-hmm. I don't know who. And there is a scene that's so, it takes you out of what's going on so much. Because they do this thing mm-hmm. where like, it's Bo Diddley by the pool. Yeah. Or it's um, Karen Carpenter in the passenger seat. Okay, so it's clearly Karen Carpenter. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, she's singing Yesterday Once More, but she's not. It's clearly Amy Mann or someone that sounds like Amy uh, Mann. Uh, uh, so you don't even know what your, your brain is like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. What's happening? And then, oh, wait, this is a dramatic moment. It's... It's so fake and so, uh, I I mean, I know it's hard. It's hard to do that period and not be cartoony. But you know how you, how you do it is you make compelling characters and, uh, and I I think they want to be mad men. They want to be like mad men in the seventies, but here's some mitigating factors about, about Don Draper is he was great at his job and he grew up in really miserable circumstances. So you could kind of like, Oh, I'm even though he cheats on his wife, even though like he can be horrible, he's good at his 
job. He's mentoring this this young woman. Like there are, are mitigating factors that 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 take the ick away. Right. Where Bobby Cannavale, like that fact that he, I, I, I honestly, I just can't even talk about him. Like he's, it's the character's written poorly. That's you know. To, but, but he got hired because of his hair. I think is he like in charge of the studio or is he? Well, it's a fake record label. It's a right? fake. Which record I hate. Label. I hate that too. I hate that it's just like you know. It's like. But they have real artists. I yeah, know, like and they're then, always then like just make fake artists that are similar to them, and then you don't have to. Then if you re-record songs, it's okay because it's. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, either either make a completely, um, uh, fictitious, uh, show about the seventies and music industry or, or get your facts right. And you're so right. Your tweet about your tweet about, um, John Bonham whispering in Robert Plant's ear. Yeah. It's oh, that so whole terrible. scene. Like John Bonham would have like thrown up on his shoe and punched him. Yeah. He'd have been like, for no reason. Exactly. And the plant, the guy oh. that they cast is Robert Plant. You see those birds over there. Oh, oh shut up. I'm gonna. You're doing to me what I'm gonna do to them later. I don't think Robert Plant ever Ugh. said that either. I think he was. It's such terrible dialogue. But you guys, again, what is so so criminal about this is the talent behind this whole thing is. I mean, Mick Jagger and Martin Scorsese and, and Terrence Winter. Like it's it's nuts. It's, it's nuts. And I don't know if it's that they're not taking notes or HBO's not giving them because they're not dummies yeah. over there. Like no. they know what they're doing and. Every, every I like all their I, I I love all their other shows that they do for the most part. I, I just there's not a, and then of course they introduce Ray Romano's wife and she's a bitch everyone <laughs> she's a shrill bitch and his daughter she's a bitch too she just wants this wedding and she's just they're one dimensional. I love and, Ray Romano and but his, I don't like him. And his mother this. lives across the street from the studio and comes over. Like I loved him on Men of a Certain Age and obviously Raymond and I I heard he was amazing on Parenthood but I I don't. I, I, I see like what if that was Seinfeld all of a sudden in a beard hey we're gonna sign some people to the label it's, it's like, so bad the only person James Jagger is terrible the only person <laughs> that was any oh yeah right the only person that was any good they they murdered in the first episode spoiler alert but yeah, yeah but you know what? what's his name uh, the dice. dice man he's yeah. wonderful in it, and you but feel also his authenticity the place where they murdered that was that reminded me very much of the scene with Alfred Molina in in Boogie Nights though <gasps> that's too that's so funny that you say yeah. that because I was so bored and I'm like why was I bored in this scene and not in that scene and I'll tell you why you had the guy that had the whippersnappers yeah. and so it kept the tension high yeah, yeah, yeah. like so you kept kind of like what's gonna happen but in edge. this scene it was just a bunch of people pontificating yeah. which is a bow a ring. And by the way, why would Bobby Cannavale's character really be part of a murder? It's just crazy to start out like this. There was no even there was not, wasn't even really a, a build to that to that to like it's already opinion. crazy. So is like yeah, what's going to happen just, at the end of the season? It's either going to be disappointing or it's going to be incredibly. I'm ridiculous. sure oh, we re- haven't even talked about the building collapse, you guys. The building collapse. The 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 record building. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> There's um the New York Dolls, they're rocking so hard. Okay. The building collapses. Collapses. <laughs> collapses. I thought the guys that were the New York Dolls were pretty good. Okay. I mean, at first cuz I was like, I think that's at first I was like is that really David Johansson? Couldn't be David Johansson. David Johansson's easily late 60s. And then they got closer, and I was like, okay, that's not... But this is supposed to be the New York Dolls, right? 
But it was weird. Like you said, Bobby Cannavale, he'll just drive around oh, town so and he'll hear music from yeah. the car. And then he pulls over. Pulls over and he pull goes, over driver. He'll pull it and then he'll go in and it's some amazing artist. Yeah. People running to that building that collapsed. Like, what yes. is that? And there was the, the last episode was Oh, him. and also kids ran up over his car. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just that you need to do that. It's right. Not, it's not a production of hair. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, what's going on? And the, and the the backstory so we, we love get the it. backstory of him and the wife and then I'm going to just shut up because of, and so we're seeing it in these little bits like ooh what really interesting thing and no it's just he sees her they have sex in the bathroom mm-hmm. and like she's she goes on camera for um, Andy Warhol's filming one of those films where just people are sitting there yeah, which is boring to watch in when you're watching those actual films yeah. when you're watching someone film one of those boring films like, and then he's like looking across at her I'm like what I, I just I, I and she doesn't look like a, a, a woman of the 70s like I said her, her eyebrows are all arched up and, and tweezed and it's just it's just not there was a, Carol King looked how women looked in yes, the seventies with the natural hair, natural and, hair and eyebrows, and right. just hardly any makeup. You know, not just. I, 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 I. Well, speaking of Carol King, yes, um, PBS. I think it's called American Masters. They have a, a documentary right now on Carol King. It is only one hour long, and it covers so much territory. Oh, cool! And it is amazing. Like the wine's making me burp. <laughs> <laughs> Christy bought brought wine um i was watching it the other night and sarah came in the room right when it started and she sat there and i didn't even really think she was paying attention she was on her phone and then rita needed me so i paused it and she said dad are you coming right back because i really want to finish watching this she loved it it's really good yeah um tapestry that was my childhood that my my single mom would play that record like that was just i i I wanted i'm glad i'm glad you said tapestry because i wanted to bring this up I looked up, I wanted to look up uh, how long, when her, when her, that was her second album. Tapestry was her second solo album. I wanted to see when her third album came out because I was like, well, Tapestry probably was on the charts for so long that the third album probably didn't come out for a couple of years. Tapestry came out in February of 71 or 2. But anyway, her third album came out in December of the same year. Oh. So they either they wanted to cash in immediately instead of letting this thing, you know what I mean? Well, she probably, I mean, she's a songwriter, so she probably had some in the vault that like, "Eh, but it's weird. That's your biggest album is out. That'd be like ACDC, uh, you know, when the heels of back in black, another album that same year, you know what I mean? Well, how soon after back in black did they release dirty deeds? Uh, you mean, um, you mean for those about to rock? No, didn't they release dirty deeds, which was rejected by Atlantic. I see what you're talking about. Like, didn't they, want to cash in and uh i don't i i'm I maybe i'm misremembering up. yeah 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 but, but uh, i know that was after he perished it would be like if heartbeat city came out and then at the end of the that same year another album came out how about yeah. that that's better <laughs> now i understand did you um did you pre-order that box set i did uh, i absolutely did on, on cd though not vinyl or did Correct. you get both no i just got the cds either. Uh, that new um, greatest hits package they're putting out does not have good times roll on it. Hmm, that's a mistake, right? Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Uh, real quick before we uh, get uh, on with the show, on with the topic, uh, Michael Bagford, thank you very much for your donation that I received today. It was very, very nice of you. Uh, you are uh, currently my favorite listener. Um, <laughs> 
Also, if you want to support the show, here's an easy way to do it. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com. Uh, whenever you want to go to Amazon and buy anything, go to rocksolidpodcast.com first and click on our little link to Amazon, and that'll take you right to Amazon, and then we'll get a little kickback on anything that you purchase. Also, over at rocksolidpodcast.com, every week, uh, starting, I think, three shows ago, if you scroll down to the bottom where Andrew puts the set list, I have been putting links to each individual song. So if you're like, oh my God, I never heard that song before, I, I, I want to buy that, just go to the set list, click on the song, and it'll take you right to Amazon where you can buy the song. So, um, so there, easy ways to support the show, uh, while you're purchasing stuff for yourself anyway. So that's it. All right. Sounds good. All right. So Christy, (gasps) tonight, tonight, what's, what's crazy about tonight is this show, like tonight, I'm posting this tonight. This show goes out tomorrow. I hope I don't like say anything that we need to cut. (laughs) Well, we will just cut it if you do. Okay. All right. But, um, uh, so yeah, this is dropping immediately and, uh, the artwork is amazing by Jamie Whitlock. Uh, although someone said they would have liked to seen you in a schoolboy outfit instead. Yeah, the, the, it's a it's a little you know. Is that creepy? Disconcert. Well, I don't want to say creepy because I don't want to. I don't want to insult Jamie Whitlock. I just it's. Oh, it's creepy <laughs> that he put you made you Brian Johnson. Well, no, just the image is a little like oh my heavens. It's uh, <laughs> I think he just found the goofiest face and he's like, oh, that would look great on Angus's body. So that's why I'm Angus. Yeah, no, that's true. That is good. Because I would love to have those Brian guns? Johnson guns. Yeah. Then I looked, he never keeps them trapped. He just lets them. He just lets them loose. Cuts lets the sleeves off. Whatever dress shirt, cut it off. T shirt, yep. cut it off. He used to wear um, tank top, wife beater. Ah, oh. yeah. There's some. Uh, <laughs> when, there's, when do you think that term will will go away? Wife beater. Yeah. When people stop beating their wives. Yeah. And right. wearing those shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's like the vernacular now. Everyone knows what you're talking about when you say wife beater. Because it's like really called tea? like an A frame. T-shirt or you gotta something You got to worry like about that. the guy who says, that's my favorite T-shirt to wear. My wife beater. <laughs> that's what you got to be afraid of. Mm. <laughs> okay. What are we doing here? Oh, Kyle, I put out on Twitter that if you had a, uh, if you wanted to uh, request an ACDC song, um, that we will be listening to some Twitter phone calls. Yeah, we have a, we have a few. So, oh. Uh, do we want to start though? or we want to do that in the middle? What do you think? Uh, it's mi- up to you. Middle. Okay. In the middle. Yeah, we want to start this thing out. Yeah, I want to play my stuff. All right, Christy, you're going to go first. <gasps> Yay! This is okay. all ACDC. Okay, so ACDC, what ACDC means to me. Have you seen them in concert? Yes. How many times? Once. I've only seen them once, too. Mm. I saw them at the Grammy rehearsals, too. I'll talk about that when you're done. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so when ACDC st- first started coming into my consciousness as mm-hmm. a child, they were, of course... They scared me to death, right? Because they covered, to, they represented to me three things I was very afraid of: death, sex, mm-hmm. and the devil. And I genuinely thought these guys worship the devil. Like that's what's happening anytime they say hell or the devil in any music. Right. That's what's happening. And I didn't realize, of course, till I was an adult that like they're having a laugh and it's representing something and whatever. Um, and I was able to relax into it and realize that, you know, that's not what was going on. So uh, to that end, I want to play my favorite, your favorite, my song. favorite ACDC song right off the bat. Wow. Um, it's a song about living by your own rules and it's called Highway to Hell.
Did we not? Did I not start the show off right, Pat I'm, Francis? I mean, whoever whoever put them together with uh, Mutt Lang right? was a genius. Yeah. Because uh, up until then, they had been produced by uh, their their brother, who did a great job. Those, uh, you know, TNT and Long Way to the Top, if you want to rock and roll, and Dirty Deeds and Problem Child. Those all sound great. But this really put them yes. over the top. Yes, Highway it just sounds like the, it's a more serious, bigger sound, like heavier I, I don't know. I and just that, that the song. separation of uh, you know the instruments, like guitars in one speaker, and then all of a sudden here comes that uh, that oh. bass drum and the snare. I mean, it's so good. Uh, it's really, really good. A <laughs> uh, little, a uh, little bit of ACDC trivia. Trivia: They have uh, twenty-one songs with the word "rock" in the title. <laughs> twenty-one songs, because that's what they like to do. They just like to rock. Um, ACDC has also had two singers. <laughs> Yes. Wait a minute. Wait for it. <laughs> Wait for it. Three drummers. Okay. Two bass players. Okay. And two rhythm guitar players. Since Malcolm is uh, not there anymore. Their nephew, Stevie Young, is now the rhythm guitar player. So Angus, okay. up until this past uh, year or so, Angus is, and Malcolm were both the anchors, but now it's just uh, Angus. So hi. Hmm. How about that? That's interesting. That's some good trivia. Maybe not. Uh I my first song is the follow up to oh. the uh, the gigantic Back in Black, which I do not. I'm not playing any songs from Back in Black tonight because oh, okay. I've in the history of this show, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that I've played every single song from Back in Black. Okay. I'm almost positive. Mm. It is <laughs> it is my favorite ACDC album. It's though. perfect. <laughs> Uh, the other day, I think Jim Glass wanted us to list 12 albums, 12 go-to albums that we love top to bottom, and Back in Black was on yep. that list. Yes. It just is. It just yeah, is. Yeah, just top to bottom. Yeah. So uh, my song is from For Those About to Rock, We Salute You. It is the third album produced by Mutt Lang, and this song is called Put the Finger oh, on You. Oh, I brought this one too. Did you really? <laughs> yes. Where is it, Kyle? It should be playing. We're not hearing anything. It's on my list if you want to retrieve it from there. Oh, that's why. Never mind. Hold on. The one lyric here cracks me up. Just one of many not so thinly veiled sexual innuendo. Exactly, it's He's, part of their kind of staple, right? Yeah, they just—they're uh, not—they're not playing games. No, they're just going to say, "Hey, I want to, you know, <laughs> finger you." I mean, that's basically. <laughs> there's not really any kind of euphemism, metaphorical anything. Well, here's the line I like. It says, <laughs> uh, "I put the finger on you, yeah. My hands all out of control. I can't stop it getting down on you. It's moving of its own accord." <laughs> 
that's not that's not how I would assume the guys are are uh, are talking at ACDC. You know what I mean? It's very funny though. That like yeah. to me, it's a little tongue in cheek too. Like they yeah. know like we're doing this, but we're also kind of having a laugh too. We're we get it. We're, we're in on the joke. You think they're having a laugh? I think they're having a laugh. I do. <laughs> I think they're probably fun to hang out with, and yeah. they just they're like, okay, what new thing can we? you know, throw balls into, like, I don't know. Like balls I, is in a lot of songs, balls, balls is... and rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, the classic lineup is Angus, Malcolm, Bon Scott, Phil Rudd and Cliff Williams, but also Brian Johnson. If you insert him, that's also a classic lineup. Absolutely. Too. That's the, For that's sure. the classic lineup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just want to put that out there. For sure. Um, I, my next one is from back in black and let me set this up with this. So after like the terrifying, oh my gosh, the devil, I had a stepsister for a period of time. Her mm-hmm. name was Dawn. Are and, you still in touch? Oh no. Okay. She She's still alive? was part of the Columbia Record and Tape Club. Okay. And had eight tracks and she had the eight track of Back in Black. And she was on the drill team and she had a routine to this song. Well, she listened to the whole record, but this particular one always makes me think of Dawn in the drill team outfit with the little, there were paddles that were different colors and she would move them up and I down. I hope it's anyway. g- giving the dog a bone. No, it is. Um, what do you do for money, honey? Oh, this is high school. You guys, yeah. high school. Trying to get it back in the girl, you must be dead and slow. So stop your So, people call Keith Richards the the riffmeister, yes, or whatever they call him. Okay, Angus, th- these guitar riffs and licks and whatever you want to call sure. them are incredible. They're great, I, and I love the way the I love how crystal clear some of these ACDC records are recorded. And again, that must be Mutt Lang because oh yes, I just love hear, being able to hear everything. I I kind of like that trebly tinny sound in my rock and roll. I don't like a lot of bass coming through and muddying up the whole mix. That's not that's not how I roll, Christian. Okay, all right. I hear you. Um, all right. So I said earlier that I saw, I've seen ACDC once in concert. I saw them on the Black Ice tour at the Forum. Oh, so fairly recent. Fairly recent. Yeah, like yeah. six years okay, ago. All right. They were so incredible that I, the whole time I watched them, I was like, how could they possibly have been any better than this in 81 or 82? They're incredible right now. And everyone had those, uh, everyone bought the, for 10 bucks, you could buy the light up horns. No. And they would, you, they would either, there were three settings. They would stay lit or else they would blink or else one would blink, then the other one would blink. And like <laughs> when they sang like Highway to Hell, I looked out and there was like a sea of devil horns blinking. It was so cool. That's fantastic. And then the only other time I saw them was when uh, David Wilde took me to the Grammy rehearsals last year. And it was the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like it, it hurt my ears. Like I, I had to put my fingers in my ears while they sang the next song that I'm going to play. And I just kept thinking, if this was actually an actual concert and this was my seat and they were going to play for two hours, 
I don't think I could stay in this amazing seat because I think I would have been deaf. Okay. But the song they played was from Let There Be Rock and they only did it at Soundcheck. They didn't do it on the show. And this is Hell Ain't a Bad Place to Be. So that song uh, is from Let There Be Rock. That's the first album to feature the classic ACD, ACDC logo. But then the album after it doesn't have it on. Power Edge doesn't have that logo on. Hmm. And then it came back for Highway to Hell. Also, that is uh, Mark Evans on bass. He plays on High Voltage, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, and Let There Be Rock. Now, for Hi. the listeners at home and Christy who can't see your computer, mm-hmm. you have um, like a, a notes list typed up. Yeah. But at the top, you... <laughs> But ACDC, and you actually changed the font to be the ACDC font yes, for that. Yes, that's a font called Squealer, Kyle. Nice. Here, I'll show it to you. See? Take a little peeky boo. Oh, I love yeah. that. I want that yeah. font. Yeah, I made some uh, Squealer. That, you can that was just it. that, But that's just for you, really. It's just for me. Aww. No one else is going to see that. And I'm going to delete that file when we're done recording. So I just did that for me because I'm crazy. Oh, I like we're, them. We're four songs in. Okay. And I love it. I'm okay. My next one is my second favorite. Kyle yawned during the last song, so I'm a little worried about okay. him making it through. Two. I'm more awake than at the Dire Straits. I just I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. What was the worst? Someone said the worst for you was Dire Straits and you too. Um, yeah. And then uh, we're recording Pink Floyd in March, so that's another one. Bring a pillow. <laughs> yeah, bring a pillow for okay. Pink Floyd. Uh, I don't have time for their nonsense. <laughs> Well, okay. um, Maximum Overdrive yes. is a movie I have not seen. Uh, I don't know if I've seen it either. I love... I've, ne- I've never seen it either. I love Emilio Estevez. I love... Sure, back in the day. Trucks. Mm-hmm. You and love Stephen the Green King. Goblin. I, hi. <laughs> I have not seen this movie, Mm-mm. but they have a soundtrack to this Stephen King, Emilio Estevez movie. It's yep. called Who Made Who. It's not like it's called Maximum Overdrive, the soundtrack. No. It's mm-hmm. not. No. Um, and that's where I discovered this song, which was from a it was from a different record, I think, that I didn't have. Anyway, it's called it's it's called Shake Your Foundations, and it's freaking awesome. This is on my list. Ah, oh. wait, was it? No, it it just missed making my list. It's from Fly on the Wall. Ah, there you go. Cause we're feeling too late We're gonna steal 
And I love yeah. the imagery. Like I just imagine Brian Johnson at the bar and like just him walking across the floor to like meet the girl at the door. Like it, the whole There's a thing video for that song. Make, really? Yeah. I think I was out of, like I was kind of out of MTV at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I have to check that out. This is, uh, yeah, the, the, the album cover of this is like, it's, it's uh, a wall with sure. a hole in it. And then there's a cartoon fly. It's kind of a weird, cheesy little album cover. But yeah, this had uh, another, they have a very subtle song on this uh, album called Sink the Pink. Oh yeah, I like so, that one too. Um, uh, but yeah, this, this, album isn't, <laughs> this album has a, a couple, for me, this album isn't, isn't great. Really? Okay, a, but those the, two as, songs yeah, the, are yeah. excellent. It's got, a, it's got a couple good songs, but okay. it's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not great. Okay, but, uh, well, that's why Who Made Who was so, like that yeah. cassette got a lot of play. And yeah, because there were like two VW. new songs on Who Made Who, and then they used all these other ACDC songs. And right. Not necessarily hits per se, but, but I do have Who Made Who on my list. So, Kyle, if you want to play that next, uh, obviously, Stephen King's favorite uh, band is ACDC. Yes. So, for him, this was a thrill. But this is Who Made Who. Guitar. Love it. Feel it when I turn the screw. I know. Uh, you know the voice I, is starting to go there. It's a little, a little bit, bit starting yeah. to go. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. The um. I find that when Bond was in the band, they would do uh, more slower, bluesier-based numbers. Yes. And with Brian, it was just all out rock. Yeah. Most of the ACDC albums, too, up, up until recently, would just be basically 10 songs. Boom, here's 10. Take it. Yeah. This is for you. These are the 10 we did. Enjoy it. <laughs> They're going to rock. Yeah. They're uh, all going to rock. So I, and this, I'm not going to quote this right, and I, it's not my quote, but I think it was a, one of the VH1, VH1 was awesome in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some kind of, and it might have even been David Wilde, but they're like, you knew when you went to a show, they weren't going to throw a ballad at you. Like there's Never. just, they're, ne- they're just not. There isn't one. Yeah. I, although I will say, this was hard to do without, I, I almost wanted to put my, I have a Goosebumps ACDC song, but I wanted to save it for the Goosebumps episode that is taking us some time to, to get yeah, together kinda, because you have to like, oh, this is giving me Goosebumps. I have actually, to write it down. Do I actually physically have to be getting Goosebumps or it, it's... Just it's, something e- either that has okay, given okay. you Goosebumps or like, uh, you know, maybe in a sp- specific moment. Okay. Um, like a patriotic song. <laughs> no, but just, I mean, does that phenomenon not happen to you? Like to me, either something emotionally hits me or a, 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 just a, a, a performance that is so like it just mm-hmm. the crescendos mm-hmm. to some like thing that you're like, oh my, like just, and then you get the goosebumps. Well, on that is going to be our next episode. I promised you and that will be okay. our next episode. But it's, one. I know because you have to like, oh, remember. Yeah, and I then, can't even think of one that gives me goosebumps. Well, Star Spangled Banner. But yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm 
not saying it has to be Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right, all right. Um, so I was able to keep that at bay, and I hope that you haven't chosen it either because I really. Anyway, my next song is from the the tour that I saw from the Stiff Upper Lip album. Um, here's how little game I had in the late '90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I took this boy that I just was so hot for. His name was Dino to this concert and um now this nothing is this happened. is nothing this happened. Is yeah 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 two, okay yeah 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 nothing did he like Bye. did he like, like the we show? didn't just see all this sex songs like what was did anyway he, did he think you were going as friends did he think i i they they always do pat they always think i mean that i always thought that it's i mean <laughs> maybe you didn't i mean he was friend zoning me but to gary, me gary calls you his roommate right <laughs> It's a me, tough thing because I think if the girl like puts a move on, then the, honey, no, what? I, I'm not going to put a move on. I well, that's invited him I mean. to the ACDC no, what concert. What I'm saying is, okay. if the girl, if you put it, let's say, if you put a move on, the, if, I think a guy thinks if the girl puts a move on, then it's we're open for business. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be gentle here, as gentle no, as ACDC. Because you know be. what? The, I, so obviously, that, that one of their songs move. open for business should be. <laughs> One of their songs should be called Oval Office. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, we should have done that. We should have thought of other innuendos, innuendos that they haven't used. Um, so nothing. And did you ever hear from him again? No, we actually got into a horrible fight. It was one of those things that I, I started. It was right when I started getting legit work. And I found that there were certain people that I had around me at that mm-hmm. time that couldn't handle it. and they i'm sure they all went on to success i'm not saying that but in that moment mm-hmm. i had paid a lot of dues i was over 30 yeah and so i don't feel like i needed to apologize right. for having gotten a job and whatever and it was just I, it was a there was some fallout there it's weird and you know well I, you find I, out who your real friends are yeah yeah right? it, it was interesting because i'd never had that happen to me where oh wait a minute i you can't be happy for me. And I know what that feels like. Cause I have, have friends that have done like amazing things and I try to feel excited for them, even right. though like, Oh, I wish I had that thing. So I know mm-hmm. what it feels like. I know what that is, Yeah, but uh, uh, just fake it, fake it. I do. Anywho. So this is uh, the only time I've seen them live. I said that. Um, yeah, it's called hold me back from stiff upper lip. Yeah, it's I like just that so album. satisfying. Yeah. Like there's some music that you're just that just satisfies, right? And this and does. It just does. By the way, Michael Bagford. I can't even talk tonight. Michael Bagford, who uh, made the donation today, he's the one that said that Dire Straits and 
and you two uh, are, are <laughs> ones that uh, Kyle will have a fit with, <sighs> and then he'll have a fit with tonight. Kyle, also, I hope that you rediscover Dire Straits yeah. when you're in your 40s. That's what I'm hoping yeah. for you. <laughs> that there, there's something then, in your soul yeah. that it completes, and it will just it, it will just take you to another and, plane. And then in your 50s, <laughs> uh, Steely Dan. Oh, uh, right. I've heard reeling in the ears like three times in the past two two days. It's a pretty great song. It's a great, it song. great song. It's a song. Even if you don't like Steely Dan, yeah. you still like that song. And I know the this guitar is about good. Oh my god, it's so bad. the best. I yeah. re-dug up um, Two Against Nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so solid. It's so yeah, good. It's, so good. it's so good. I know. It's a anyway. shame that Donald Fagan is crazy. Punched his wife. Oh god. Come on, man. And he punched her, he pushed her, but still. Yeah. And he threatened Owen Wilson's life. That's we've, true. We've spoken of this, right, on the show? I, I can't remember. Sometimes that, yeah. I forget, like, oh, did I have this conversation I, with... I don't I remember don't hearing that at all. <gasps> yeah, we on didn't. Twitter, didn't they? Or something? Well, it was back in when Two Against Nature came out. With Cousin Dupree. Oh, no, no, I mean, well, that was a song, Cousin Dupree, but it was later when he had that movie called You, Me, and Dupree. Yeah. Um, he, like, wrote some letter to Owen Wilson and it was like, I know people, I can have you killed. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Was it a joke, though? I, I, got, I got news for you. About nine years later, no one knows about either of those things yeah. <laughs> or cares. Right, it's right. True. Oh, it was so crazy. And then it kind of went away. And then yeah. Mick Taylor got mad at him for drill bit Taylor. Oh, good. Wow, that was fast. That, that was, was pretty lightning quick. fast. It's pretty quick. Nice. Uh, also, I have to tell everyone this. Uh, everyone knows that me and Jimmy Pardo are going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony but we did actually have a serious uh, uh, email exchange today and we're going to talk in person tomorrow because the whole thing's kind of breaking bad for us uh, Satara we're kind of deciding that maybe we're going to pull we have wait our, what we have well, our plane, Kid Rock did this to you we have our plane tickets okay we have our hotel and we actually have uh, uh, we actually have six tickets to the show because wow. uh, J- Jimmy was on a plane he told me you have to buy the tickets because I'm going to be on the plane I don't think I'll have you know, internet access. So I bought the tickets and I texted him and then he texted me right back or emailed me right back from the plane. He goes, I got two also. And I'm like, all right, well we can get rid of two of them. Sure. And then a week later he goes, what do you think of these seats? And then, and I went and looked and I'm like, those are amazing. He goes, I just bought those. I'm like, okay, what are you doing? Now we have to <laughs> get rid of four. So anyway, Peter Cetera not being there with the band is really super disappointing. Yes. Super disappointing to Jimmy, but also disappointing to me because I wanted to see that. That would have been Amazing. Uh, David Coverdale and Glenn Hughes are not performing with Deep Purple. Only the current incarnation of Deep Purple is playing. And that's disappointing. They're going to be there to what get their award. What about Ian Gillen? Ian Gillen's in the... Oh, he's in, in the current in the iteration. Current, yeah. Well, then, okay. But uh, there's three albums. It's called... It's Mach 3 and 4 has... If you're a Deep Purple fan, they call it Mach mm-hmm. 3 and 4. It's uh, David Coverdale and, and Glenn Hughes. And I, I like that era too and it's just if they're gonna they're gonna be there so why don't you play one song you know what i mean but they're still gonna go okay Okay. so that's disappointing and then i kid rock is inducting kid i mean i mean not from rockford no or even the same state he's not kid rockford i mean look billy corrigan loves cheap trick the foo fighters love cheap trick joe perry says cheap trick is his favorite band i mean Anyone, Kid Rock, Kid Rock. That's uh, I mean, that's super disappointing. He that has means, a great publicist. Uh, he's going like to perform some, with them, and I don't uh, need that. So he ruined, ruined the Led Zeppelin Kennedy Center honors. He's terrible. He's, he's a, nothing. He's talk, nothing. talk about a wife beater. Yeah, 
He's a, <laughs> just an idiot. With his hat. Uh, his hat and it's just... Uh. It's, that's a real... That's a real downer for me. It's a real downer. Yeah. Because like, I mean... Uh, uh, so this great thing that we've been and he's going to write it too. By the way, it's not like Springsteen's no, going to no, write it. No, like when yeah. when um uh, mm. is it Rob Morello? Is that his name? Tom Morello. What about Rob? <laughs> God, I can't think of anything. Rob right. Thomas Morello. Tom Morello. When he <laughs> induct, when he inducted Kiss, it was amazing. That was <gasps> that was so amazing, amazing because I think he kind of did a nod to. Like what people, yeah. was perception, but mm-hmm. really just gave so much credit to that yeah. band and, and did you're it not so even a right. Fan of his. No, I, I'm not a fan uh, of uh, Rage Against and the Machine yeah. or Audio but, Slave. But that was so, I agree. I remember that. Yeah, that was, was really fantastic. Good. And you know that Kid Rock's going to come out and go, the fucking best rock band. He's going to have his notes. Cheap trick. He's going to be like, Mama, screw this. He's going to throw and be like, they're badass. great. He's going to have a beer. He's going to maybe have a cigar. It's have a copy of RoboCop. Everything Detroit. <laughs> everything yeah, everything Detroit and everything. Bob Seger t-shirt. It's going to be awful. And they have waited Cut a off. long damn time. Yeah. Don't they have a say in who inducts them? I, I just. I guess not. I mean, in the. in the um, They should have Peter Cetera do it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. In, in the Foo Fighters, in their documentary series, Taylor Hawkins says, he goes, man, when we went to record in Chicago, I didn't know anything about blues. All I knew is cheap tricks from Chicago. And then they did like a, you know, they do like a, a, a quick little package on cheap mm-hmm. trick. But I'm like, oh, Kid Rock. Even, yeah, even if you got Taylor Hawkins, you know what I mean? Even if you got just, just like. Taylor Hawkins yeah. would be great. But, Jesus. It's really bad. It's really bad. It's bad. So you can see why we're really are debating. I don't need to pay a thousand dollars to see a train wreck. No. <laughs> no. You know? So anyway, all right. <sighs> uh you just played a song. Oh from yes. Stiff upper lip. Yeah. Sorry, I'm in, I'm just that's I that's so I, I, I'm with you. I'm I I'm know. I'm with you. Thank you. My next song is from nineteen ninety three. This is the only time ACDC... Hmm. What? I'm just like, oh, 93. That's a, okay. This is the only time that ACDC recorded a song for a soundtrack. I'm saying it was a soundtrack of all different artists, but okay. there was a brand new ACDC track on it. Ooh. And that movie is Last Action Hero. Okay. And the song is Big Gun. Video is directed by David Mallett. Schwarzenegger's in the video. Oh. That song is produced by Rick Rubin. Nice. Uh, oh, this book that I brought, "Why ACDC Matters," mm-hmm. is a quote from Rick Rubin, and I will quote. I will re- read it aloud. Let's hear it. It says, "I'll go on record saying that ACDC is the greatest rock and roll band of all time." That's pretty Rick great. Rubin. That's pretty great, right? What does I mean, Kid Rock have to say? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck man, ACDC. Oh, shut. Up, Kid Rock. Is Mutt Lang in the Hall of Fame? Robert John Mutt Lang? 
I don't know. Do producers get in there? They I should. I believe so. Uh, I believe so. Because like mean, session musicians do, don't they? Be, I mean, every every last single person that was ever said the name E Street is in there. <laughs> God, I can't believe the E Street band is in there. Oh, separately? Separately, yeah. They got in oh, like two brother. years ago separately. And I'm talking like, I say this all the time on the show, like Mad Dog Vinny Lopez, who played <laughs> on the first two albums, is it's it's just like, ugh. Really? Really. That's what I mean. And the cars? No? I, I, can't, I can't. But you know what? I'm already looking forward to next year. Them, but yes. Does it happen um, like that, though? The Smiths, it's going to be... No, I'm just telling you, that show is going to be amazing. But what I'm saying is, are they automatically on the ballot yes. next year? Yes. You're sure about well, that? Well, that's what happened with like Kiss and, and Ozzy and whatever, or Black Sabbath. See, I think they, Kiss was on, and then they weren't for a couple years, and then they were back on. I but, think that you, you are on for... For a while. All right. I, as, I could be wrong. As, I hope Paul, you're, as Paul Stanley said, they hated us. Yeah. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they hate us. <laughs> they think we're terrible. <laughs> we're the opposite of stupendous. <laughs> we suck. Everyone read it wrong. Cheap Trick actually got in, inducted into the Kid Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <sighs> <laughs> so tomorrow we have that conversation. Okay. I'll keep you updated. I mean, it will still be a good show, right? The rocking part of it, I unless mean, Kid Rock. Here's here's oh, the Kid thing. Rock's what if, come out what if you guys bail? <laughs> you cancel all your plans. <laughs> Kid Rock bails and Satara's Satara back in. in. I mean, could Satara in the eleventh hour? He is being a complete dick. He's being a dick. So he's not. Is he going to even show up? No, he's not the, even showing up to pick. Okay. He, he's like hey, a lot of people. Uh, he's he, one of his. Facebook post, not Facebook, on his own website, he goes, I guess there's 28 people, 27 people that didn't show up for to pick up their award. And he goes, add me to the list. I don't mind being number 28. And if you read that list of people who didn't show up, they're complete assholes. Yeah, Axel Rose, David Lee Roth, Eddie Van Halen. I mean, come on. You want to be on that list, Peter Cetera, hmm. with your nice quaffed haircut and your nice complexion? Here's the thing. Your suit. Suck it up and play two songs. Suck it up. Here's the thing that makes me really mad if I can really go crazy. Do it. How many people voted for Chicago? Like 23 was, million people? Yeah, yeah. Twice as many as like the other It was bands. in the yeah. millions. I think it's yeah. like 23. And it's like... Half of those were past members of Chicago. You don't owe your fans... <laughs> and, you, don't owe, you, know, you don't owe your fans anything. But for this, I think you owe those 23 million people to get up there and sing Saturday in the Park and fucking shut up. Although, <laughs> the, 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 I mean, Terry Kath can't be there. No, I agree, but um, <laughs> but if he could, he if he was alive, he'd be he there. He would be there. Yes, there's but a I better mean, chance look, now that he'll be there look. over Satara right now. And doesn't stand. Van Halen. They don't even talk to David Lee Roth. They just get up on stage. They do it they, every night. Yep, and they even go to the press and talk about how much they hate each yeah. other. But they still they still get up there every night yep. and do a show. I think some of the Eagles do not talk to each other. But they would get up there every night and hit the harmonies and do the show. And then, so if you can't get up there and sing one, just one song, that is ridiculous. That you are being a baby. Or just go there. At least pick up the awards. Yes, yes. And just let people see you and I'll, have your words to I'll say. I'll even give you that. I'll even give you that. You don't, you know. Yeah. Look, look. David Bowie just died. Okay. Lemmy just died. You guys are right in the same ballpark. Yeah. Age-wise. I'm not saying Peter Cetera is not way more healthier than Lemmy. Sure. He, I'm sure no. he is. But how about Glenn Fry? I didn't even, I didn't know Glenn Fry was even sickly. He always no. looked 
handsome to me. Could Satara actually be ill? <laughs> no. Mentally, no one, no one that was the ill would be I mean, Linda Ronstadt, okay, she's, yeah. you know, ailing. But, but anyway, it's just... Uh, we haven't even spoken of how the Black Keys are going to indu- induct Steve Miller. Like, uh, I, I, what? What? I don't, I don't get, I don't get any of this. I don't get any of it. I don't even like the Black Keys either. So there's another. They're, you know what? They're not bad. They're not bad. They're actually, they're actually good. I will but, say I didn't like them, but some of their like two, their two new songs that are on the radio are tolerable. Okay. Yeah, they're they're not bad. I don't even want to diss but them, but uh, just to it doesn't give... make sense that they're like if you told me Peter Frampton was inducting him, I'd go, well, okay, they're guitar. I mean, heroes. do you remember when Bono <laughs> inducted? Um, uh, um, Reggae. Why am I? Why is it leaving my brain right Bob now? Marley? Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Yeah, that one was amazing. Bruce Springsteen with Jackson Brown. Like yeah. they're people who, like, it, they're maybe even bigger than the people. Yeah. And they come and they they give these words of how that. And um, anyway. Yeah, it's all gonna break. Why bad. didn't Bob Mar- Bob Marley? For some reason, that just left my brain for a I second. Don't know. That's what happens. It I, happens. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, your song. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, uh, now we're going to get into some repeats. We've been playing a lot of Brian Johnson. I know, but okay, so this one's a bond. This is, okay. we're going back to Highway to Hell all because right. it's awesome. It is awesome. And I love this song. It's called If You Want Blood, You Got It um, because it's about like giving everything you mm-hmm. have yeah. to whatever. And it can just apply to your life. Your blood, and your sweat, your tears. It's, it's, and yet still has that rock and roll edge and it's wonderful. And here it is. Apparently, I read in the on the internet mm-hmm. that that was based on um, uh, some reporter asked what they should expect from the next album, and Bon Scott said blood, and so that kind of I guess went from there. Uh, bon Scott must I mean because he he died before I was even aware there was no place to uh, right. look up footage of him or anything. So no. for me, my ACDC was always Bon Scott because I could I could see him on MTV and stuff, but. I, I don't remember seeing Bon Scott on MTV that much. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, when I see footage now on uh, YouTube, he looks like a, quite a quite a character. Yeah, I think of guys like him or like John Bonham, mm-hmm. like these guys that could be like blue collar. They could have either been a rock star or like a you know a mechanic. Not that there's anything right. wrong with it, but it just no. meaning like they have these kind of got like hardworking guy yeah. things that it working class that like, you don't like see that super, today. Super working class. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't see that. I think Bon Scott was missing a tooth for a while. Oh, I think they all were look at this. I have a cover from a circus magazine that I had in nineteen eighty two when I was twelve years old. And I believe Angus is missing a tooth too. Yeah, that's insane. Right? That's He's crazy. missing a tooth on the front of this this 
magazine. Circus magazine. <laughs> uh, bon Scott was 33. Oh! 33 when he died. It's wow. unbelievable. And if you have you seen Let There Be Rock? The movie, like yes. the concert film, I have not. I have it on like VHS. And I remember watching it. And what I found remarkable was just how boring it was. Like really? it's just... What, but I love that because yeah. it just showed that like, okay, some roadies are putting the stuff mm-hmm. together and then they're going to go out and play the songs. And it's not like they were as dynamic as they became. Yeah. It was just a bunch of young guys just, we're going to rock the hell out of this right. moment. And like, and everything's going to be packed up and mo- like, I just remember waiting for something compelling. Well, they started to write their songs where it was like, they have a song called House Bells and obviously someone says, we have to have a giant bell on stage and you'll ring it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, for those about to rock, we salute you. And we have to have cannons on stage. <laughs> and it just all of a sudden like, hey, the stuff that are in your songs, we could bring those props along yeah. and play with them. And all people right. just, people eat it up. I think yeah, that's great. people eat it up. Yeah, I think that's great. I was so disappointed on this last tour that they played Dodger Stadium because that's not a good place to see. Mm. You know, they played the forum when it was a dump. I thought, oh, they'll yeah, come that's back through the forum. Nope. Because it's so appropriate. It's such an appropriate venue. Yeah, it's a great venue too now. Have you been there since it's been remodeled? No. It's beautiful. Really? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Hmm. I've been there so many times since they remodeled it. Foo Fighters, Eagles, Queen. Queen plus Adam Lambert. Um, I love me my Adam Lambert. You know, he's going to be in Rocky Horror Picture Show television movie. And who is he playing He's playing Eddie. Uh, the casting is excellent because the casting of that Grease live was. See, I think he should P-U. play. I think he should be Frankenfurter. Well, you know, it's um, uh, that woman. That's yes, on, from Orange is yes. the New. But I'm. That, I think that's pretty brilliant. I'm a little confused by that though because. But that's the whole point. He's a sweet transvestite. Right. Well, he, I see what you're saying. He yeah, is yeah, a sweet yeah. transvestite because he's dressing up as a woman. Right. But now Laverne we have Cox, Laverne Cox. Laverne Cox is is a woman. Yes. Transgendered. Correct. So I so that's a little to me. I don't like that casting. Okay. Okay. Put, put her I find anywhere it interesting. else. Interesting. I find it interesting. Yeah. It see to me that's they're sensationalizing the casting on that. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. Okay. But because um, Adam Lambert, oh my he would he would he would rock that guard, yeah, garter belt. That's true. Like how amazing is that's true. That's when I saw that movie when I was in ninth grade and everyone was going to see it and I didn't know what it played in our hometown, like at midnight, tiny holidays, oh and I literally like I, when I watched it in ninth grade, I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be watching this. Right. This seems, this seems dirty on a or, weird level. Like yes, it's not, but like, the music is good. Yeah. The music is good. Are they going to censor it much for the tel- television? I don't know. That's a really good question. Yeah. You know because who just joined the... Ca- oh, what? I was just going to say, like, they could easily slap, like, a TVMA on it, just not show any nudity, and yeah. it would be fine. But are they going to do I that, mean, or are they going to, like, try goes and put to it- Brad and Janet and has sex with them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... I would love to know what people... I know. <laughs> I would love to know what people thought of that movie who just went and saw it as a movie you know what i mean <laughs> who went who when it first was released it wasn't released with people throwing toast and yelling right. where's your fucking neck right and taking an umbrella in <laughs> it's you know it wasn't it was just a movie yeah and then it became this thing so i wonder what people thought when they just went and saw it as a movie i don't know i, I mean, remember my cousin my cousin sandra mm-hmm. i was a kid and yeah. i remember her explaining the plot points point by point. And she was like five years older than me. And I remember going like, wow, 
you know, maybe this movie will still be playing when I get a little older, which it was. Yeah. But I remember just being like, what? What? <laughs> like, and she was just yeah. kind of explaining it like it was just a movie that she saw, which was interesting. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, just them running around in their underwear. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. They weren't naked. It was really very unique. Years yeah. later, I read a script. The guy who plays um, Riff Raff. Richard O'Brien. Yes. He wrote another script about hell. Mm -hmm. And I was working for a producer at the time. And it was interesting because on the page, you just can't see it. Yeah. You can't see it. It was still like, well, this is so corny. And I'm like, well, but I bet if I read Rocky Horror, it would not be on the page either. It was just, it just came to life with all of those people. He does the voice of the dad on Phineas and Ferb. Does he really? Yes, Yes, he does. I kind of found him sexy. I'll say it. Yeah. I'll say it. He's like if Tom Petty lost all his hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, but he did so write cut, a sequel. Like there was a sequel cut. too. There was Shock Treatment. Oh yeah, I've never seen. I've that. never yeah. seen it either because uh, Brad and Janet are in it, but it's not Susan and um, oh. and what was the actor's name who played uh, Brad? Barry Bostwick. Barry Bostwick. Mm-hmm. He's always George Washington to me. Guess who just added was added to that cast though? Ben Vereen. I'm like, oh what my is gosh. He is he, gonna, is he the gonna narrator? Be, yeah, yes. No, right? Uh, well, or the Tim, doctor? Tim Curry's the narrator, the criminologist guy. Oh, Tim Curry? Yeah. Okay. Then. Oh, okay. Then he is he's the. Then must be that Ben Vereen is the, is the, is the narrator because there's a narrator and then there's yeah, Dr. Yeah. Scott. Oh, okay. Dr. Yeah, Dr. Scott. Scott. That's oh, who, yeah. I so think Tim, Cur- Tim Curry's going to be Dr. Scott. I think, okay. yeah. I think Great Tim Scott. Curry's Dr. Scott. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember. This is something we could easily be looking up right now. I saw it. I saw it more than once too, and every time I felt a little. I felt icky. Yeah, but no, I was really. Young. I, and not I was like young. ooh, like hmm. no. I felt like I felt like ooh. I don't know if hmm, boy. My mom was like, "Hey, how was that midnight movie?" And I'd go, "Good. Please don't ever go see it." <laughs> and yet, I bet if we watched it right now, we'd go. This is there's nothing in this. It's there's nothing to it. Yeah, maybe it was super sexy though at the time. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. We're all lucky. <laughs> all right, it's you. I it's think. me. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with another Bon Scott song. Yeah, this song is so good. I never get sick of this song from Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. This is Problem Child. Ooh, I think he says the F word up at the top. Cut this. Did you say fuck this? Cut this. I thought. Cut this. I thought he said fuck this. This is a, this song's about a six year old acting up at school, <laughs> right? And John Ritter's the dad. Yep. No. No. <laughs> What's your next tune? Well, it's from Back in Black, so I'm glad you didn't bring any. So I brought my two. Oh, I need to tell you too. Uh, you know the audio on last week's episode, which by the way, I had a lot of fun doing that. show. That was super fun, and I had a great time hanging out with your husband Gary. I always have Aww. a good time with him. I actually think that if him and I went out together somewhere, we we might get in a little bit of trouble. We yeah. get ourselves in some trouble. Yeah. Not with ladies. I'm just being uh, ornery. Yeah. I think we would get a little, we, that might be the night I call you and go, oh, we're, uh, 
we're in jail. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys do? And it'd be something stupid. It wouldn't even be anything right. cool. Wouldn't be a fight. Wouldn't no, be drugs. Nope. Wouldn't be hookers. It'd be like something dumb. Yeah. Gary, Gary dared me to pee on this building and I Absolute. did. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that sounds, so stupid. uh-huh. But anyway, I just wanted to say By that. By the way. Oh, but anyway, I know what I was going to say. Oh. Uh, the audio was not good because my mic, it sounded like I was yelling from like the back of the room, oh. but I did as much as I could with it. And someone uh, said that they weren't even going to listen to it. He goes, but I'm glad oh. I did because I got to hear the Pat and Christie show. He's like, I love Chris, <laughs> love Christy Stratton. Oh, yeah. that's so nice. Yeah. That's so nice to hear. So. Um, you mentioned Gary in mm-hmm. a nice compliment because I, before I came here, I wanted to, because I had a publicist for Everyone's Crazy, Mm -hmm. but us, my web series, for a a brief amount of time. But I thought, and so I knew all the things that were coming out about it. But so I thought, oh, I'll just do a quick Google search to see if there's something that I missed. Okay. And there was just like a little blurb and some little thing. And it was like a funny show about um, two sociopaths (laughs) who think everyone else is crazy. And I'm like... But wait a minute, that's me and my my husband. I mean, not that anything of those things that we do in the web series we actually have done, right. because we haven't. But I was like, am I a sociopath? No. I mean, maybe, right? Maybe it's just young people that know. think I'm a sociopath. But people my age just think I'm, you know, there. Just regular. Regular. Um, one of the episodes <laughs> has, has uh, the husband text from someone else's phone yes you, you told me gary, oh, gary does that. do that gary but he's never okay. i mean he's never like gotten anyone in you know yeah, that much trouble nothing malicious or anything it's but. usually like um come into my office or something like that so yeah. the so or and, but he'll text from someone else's phone so that person will go into someone else's office and be like because yeah? when pilar and i watched it, i said oh my god this <laughs> christy told me that gary actually does this yeah 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 but it's usually just like come in here right. immediately <laughs> Or I love you. He does that too. He'll just, from a random person's phone, he'll text some other person and just say, I love you. Um, we're sociopaths. Um, okay, from Back in Black, okay. this song contains my favorite ACDC lyric. Okay. And the song is Have a Drink on Me. That's it. Forget about the check. We'll get hell to pay. That's great. It's so, it's good. so good. And that song is really, really tragic. Yeah. I mean, it's a real, it's about Bond. It's yeah. about that. And and it's a rocker and you enjoy it, but it really works on that other level as well. Like it's, oh, mm, it's so good. Yeah. You know, Mal and the boys, they came in and they said they wanted me to, you know, sing a song about Bond. I said, I'd try to, you know, work something up lyrically and we did it. I mean, that's, we, that's, laid, it, we laid it down and the boys really, they just cooked I mean, can you, you imagine you, you come in this band and you have to pay tribute yeah. <laughs> right. to the, you know, I mean, I'm sure he was a fan and whatever, I yeah. don't, but like, that's your whole thing is like, we're doing this about him mm-hmm. and this whole experience. And then they just knock it out of the park. And then you have to go out on tour and go, I hope <laughs> these people enjoy what I'm going to do. Yeah. 
Because I'm gonna sing the old stuff. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a David Lee Roth Sammy thing where, you know, right. they, they don't really sing each other's catalog. You know, but he can. You know, it's it's his own his own way. He doesn't sound like Bon Scott. He's no. in the same. He's in the same. You know, wheelhouse. Yes, hate that term wheelhouse. No, but yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like they got someone completely different. Nope. So. It does. It does seem like that's one of the only bands where there's like complete acceptance. No one really. Yeah, you I, never. You yeah. never hear yeah. like, oh, I don't like Brian John. You know, I'm not no. even going to talk about Andrew Rich. Already said that I was going to talk about this tonight, <laughs> so I'm just not doing it. Oh, really? That was avoiding so it. funny. I'm so avoiding. It was it. so right on. Damn you, Andrew. Hey, let's go to. We should get a. Let's go to a phone call though, because we should. Um, oh yeah. We okay. should hear some. And why don't you hand me the plug there, Kyle? Because I have every ACDC song. Well, I'm off to do it after I play the, the thing. Oh, yes, you will. Sorry. Um, so here is uh, here's one. It's, it's like a few seconds. <laughs> here's a phone call. Bear with Hold us. On. Hey, Mike Siegel's hey, here. Darling, have a glass of wine. Take a oh. seat, Siegel. Hello. Get a glass. There's some Bordeaux. In, uh, there's second. beers downstairs in the fridge too. What's up, guy? Won't play. Uh, it's it's playing. It just uh, yes, uh, my name is John. Uh, I saw your tweet. Thought uh, <laughs> I request an ACDC song. Here's the thing. Uh, I was uh, doing a show, a little show called The Tonight Show, and uh, one time our guest was Rosemary Clooney, and the uh, comedian was Buddy Hackett, and Buddy. Uh, during a commercial break, started finger banging Rose Clooney, <laughs> and uh, it it made me think of that song a whole lot of Rosie. So if you could play that, that would be uh, that'd, that'd be dynamite. Uh, thanks. I'll, I'll listen off the air. Thank you. All right. Well, that song's in my queue, Kyle. So uh, that was Dirty Carson, <laughs> and um, oh oh, that was Dirty Carson okay. as portrayed by. Uh, as, uh, the great Jimmy Pardo. The great Jimmy Pardo. Should I go into the kitchen? Yeah, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to get uh, uh, a key off the back of the door. It's the flat key and to open that door. It's great radio. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Siegel's here early. That's Yay! fine. We like when Mike's here and he's going to get down and get a beer out of the fridge. Just shut it, Mike. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> he's trying to shut the door real quietly. There's more than one song where a, a Zoftig woman <laughs> plays a part yeah. and is there sexually. You, you know what else I find about a lot of the Bon, a lot of bon Scott songs? It's about a, a lady that did them wrong. Oh, really? Normally you hear like women write those kind of songs. Right. So there's a lot of ones where this girl did me wrong, man. Hmm. Uh, this, call, this call is pretty short. Do you want to hear this one? Sure. Let's hear another call. Big ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that. Do, do we know who that's from? Uh, no, that's from the it's from the five one seven. Uh, so thanks. All right, let me uh, let me 
I was just going to say, let me whip out some big balls. Yeah. But that's not what I meant. Where? Oh, here it is. All right. Are you ready, Kyle? I'm playing yeah. it. Yep. Should be playing. Oh, there we go. I'm going to jump right in the middle. Fancy big balls. And he's got big balls. And she's got big balls. But we've got the best balls of the ball. This is from Rocky Horror. Ridiculous. So great. (laughs) That is like a bad uh, one-nighter comic who's next he's going to sing Brown Booger by the Stones. That's like someone who calls into the Dr. Demento show. Yep. (laughs) You're right. Big balls. I kind of don't hate that, though. I kind of think it's fun. When it comes up in my mix, I'll listen to it. When, uh, you know, again, when I, when I was, uh, when I was in high school and, uh, me and Jim Schultz and John Gallagher would listen to the all night am- animal, Steve Kelsey on WFBG AM, uh, whenever he would play that at night, we would like, kind of like g- g- giddy, ah, big balls. Yeah. Cause it was like, <laughs> what? Like they were not, like, it was, yeah, it was right. what it was. It was what it was. And that guy really, he played anything he wanted to play. That's when radio was good. Oh, remember AOR. Remember Dallas Fort Worth had not one. But two AOR stations, KZEW, Q102, two AOR, album-oriented yep. rock. Yep. That's when it the was best. great. It was just the best. I know. Um, I want to skip number seven because it's already been played. Um, uh, now, I the, the, the drop I have on this is just for the guitar solo. Okay. Now, we talked about kind of the, the, the kind of slower bluesy numbers. Yep. And this is, to me, one of the great ones, the Jack. But here's what I'm kind of... Like, all of this innuendo. I Like, I get what's going on. But the Jack, I kind of, like, I know it means something. Like, is it VD? Is he talking about, like, jacking, you know, I think it's himself VD. off? I thought okay. it was VD. Okay, because to me, it's so like, oh, is it this? Is it that? Like, I know it's not what it is on the surface. But anyway, here we go. The Jack. With my pink, I don't know what it, it does say. It's about VD. <laughs> okay, so. all right, and VD. She's, she's got it, she's right? Got but it's like it's Jack. called Jack, so it's like, well, yep. She might have a way with the handies. I don't know. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. saying it could be it many. Could be many maybe, she has, maybe she has to give handies because she has VD. Oh, and she's got a poker face. Yeah. Hmm. No, they poker face with it. Yeah. <laughs> It's about Lady Gaga. (laughs) My next song is from an album called Flick of the Switch. This came out after For Those About to Rock, We Salute You. This is when they decided to go more bare bones. They did not use Robert John Mutt Lang. They decided to produce it themselves, which I think was a mistake. And have a sketch for the album cover, really. I do like the sketch, though, (laughs) because it's Angus pulling a, getting ready to flick a big switch. 
But I really think if Mutt Lang would have been there, this album could have been amazing. I just think, I don't think it sounds that great, but I do really like this album. And the song that I picked from this album is the title track, which is Flick of the Switch. It's a little muddier of a mix. Yeah, it's good. I, I like it. It's a solid album. I really, I really enjoy that. It's also the last album that uh, that um, Phil Rudd plays on. Ooh. He's not in the videos. Uh, Simon Wright joins the band, and then he's in the videos for this uh, for this uh, uh, the songs from this album. I met Simon Wright at a Subway sandwich. What? Yeah, he was. Uh, he is drummed with UFO. He's drummed with Dio. He drummed with ACDC for a long time. And one day I saw him walking. How was he good? Make, how was he at making your sandwich? <laughs> oh, man. Kyle, lightning fast. Damn it! Uh, so one day he it's it's the it's the um it's the subway that's at the end of where Lancashire meets Kawanga, where it's just like okay, that. okay, Pat, go on. <laughs> so if you want to meet him, there. don't so leave I any think, detail about out about the subway. It's kind of a it's kind of like a little crappy like okay. area, but anyway. Now go on. Uh, so one day I saw him there, I'm like, my God, I think that's Simon Wright, and I didn't say anything. So like three days later, I'm there. He's no. there. He's there again. So I'm like, oh. I got to say it. And he's walking to his car with a sandwich. And I'm, he's a little guy. He's real tiny. And I said, Simon, Simon, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> and he like turned around. He's like, yeah. I go, hey, man, I'm just a really big fan of your work with the UFO and, and ACDC. And he was like, oh, man, I never get recognized. Oh, Thank you so much. I love that. I go, what are you up to now? He's like, oh, we're working, you know, doing the next Dio thing. And he oh, was really cool. Oh. Yeah. Well, this, this was a, okay, this was like 15 years ago. Oh, I so. love that. And he said, have you tried this sweet onion teriyaki? It's amazing. <laughs> Kyle, I just want to say, I want to acknowledge you and say that if I was as fast as you are, I would have the world on a string. I mean it. You you are fast. Well, By the way, Kyle, and I, I admire that. I am not. The thing the, is, the thing still happening tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Okay. <gasps> well, this is perfect because yeah. this will drop and people can follow. So, what are you doing tomorrow? Tell I, I am tweeting for Tignataro's Twitter tomorrow. <gasps> yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. That's huge. I'm it's so glad that we're recording tonight <gasps> so that you can say that. Yeah. It's Kyle. definitely going to happen. Yeah, for does sure. Does it happen at midnight tonight, or does it happen in the morning? Um, I I get ten tweets during the day. You only get 10. Yeah. How do you do that? Do you send them somewhere and then they tweet them? How does it work? They just give me the the info. They make a different path. And now you get to put your picture up there too, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Kyle, that is so awesome. I assume you're going to use the rock solid logo. (laughs) (laughs) That is terrific. That is really great. That is really terrific. That's really good. I mean, have you no been, one is hotter than Tig right now. I mean, no one. Have you been thinking like of tweet? Are you banking some tweets? Yeah, I have like, some like draft. Draft, yes. Yeah. And then you might think of something uh, on the fly yeah. tomorrow and you'll throw yeah. that out there. Because yeah. you're that fast. 
Do not tweet "fuck you, Tig." Don't do that. That would be. What if your ten tweets were just all you don't? I'm just gonna only retweet Donald Trump tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is fantastic! So congratulations, so everyone. If you're not following uh, Tig Nataro. Follow her tomorrow because uh, young Kyle is going to have his tweets up there. That's going to be oh, cool. That's terrific. So yep. excited. Uh, when he told me that, I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, that's a really that's cool, really cool thing. Yeah. yeah, that's very cool. Put it on your resume. Sure. sure. Yeah, print right. out the page, staple it to it. Yeah. yeah. Do it. What's up, Christy? Oh, me? am I next? Okay. Yeah, I just played Flick of the Switch. I was trying. <sighs> All right. Forgive me. I am going to play. The most popular ACDC song there is. Wait a minute. Are you about to shake me? No. And here's what. Here's what. what. I know. You'd think it's that. I do think it's that because rock radio rams it down my throat. I still love it. But there's still the movies and there's still television. All right. And movies and television have um, dethroned that song and put this other song in its stead. And it still rocks and it's still great. But um, it's, I mean, it's. It's good, and it's popular, and it's thunderstruck. Okay, you're right. You're right. It's worth it, though. That's pretty good. Come on. Look, when this album came out, produced by Bruce Fairbairn, this was a comeback album for them because they had waned for quite a few years. They were just okay. The build, the build. This album's great. Fire Your Guns, Money Talks, The Razor's Edge, Rock Your Heart Out. Twelve songs, which is rare for them. Of course, Rolling Stone Magazine gave the album two stars. Sure. Jokes. That just that continuous rock riff is amazing. It's so great. So I was looking up because I thought that's been in quite a few. Like I didn't even write any of them down because in, if you go to Wikipedia, it's just ridiculous. The list of movies and television shows is so long. But get this, I also found another thing on the internets that said that it is. A, a, one music supervisor was asked, like, what's the most expensive um, song that you've ever had to license? And the music supervisor said uh, it was in um, the movie Varsity Blues, and they spent $500,000 to license that song. So not only has it been in all these things, it's freaking expensive. $500,000 for Varsity so, Blues. This is 90s money, remember? So so who gets that money? The right, Does the band get it? Do the don't writers they, get it? Don't they all share writing credit? I mean, isn't it like... Or, or is it just Brian and well, a couple I, of the? Uh, I'll tell youngs. you. No, this is the fir- this was the first album where the Youngs just wrote all the songs, okay. and from from this album on, Brian Johnson doesn't 
write the songs. Oh, interesting. I don't know how that works out. I don't know if I don't know if they said well, we, we we can take it from here, Brian. I don't the, know, but the money. I mean, can you imagine? And oh, was, the money talks. I oh, bet. I always have this dream of like <laughs> when I have my show on the air and like at the five year. Like I remember going to the with my husband who works for Comedy Central. We went to the South Park whatever anniversary, whatever mm. season party and Duran Duran played. And that was oh pretty God. freaking awesome. That's amazing. But I'm like, you know what? Oh, wouldn't it be great like to have a show that's on the air for a long time and I can hire ACDC. And my friend is like, you would never be able to afford ACDC. No, you couldn't even afford you one song. I mean, you could get guys, cheap trick. Yes. Which would be awesome. Kid Rock but, might show up too. Oh, uh, shut up with the Kid Rock, Kyle. <laughs> I'm going to punch you right in the face. He's ruining our lives. Kid Rock is ruining in my, all my fun. <laughs> um, this album also it was the first album with uh, the first and only album to feature Chris Slade Ooh. on drums. He's the bald guy, and who mm. was? Do you remember him from the videos? He's quite an imposing figure, and he's actually back with the band now since um, mm. since uh, since Phil Rudd. Phil you Rudd guys, I read the, about this. The deep end. He threatened, threatened mm-hmm. to kill a couple of people. Great, mm-hmm. just a couple. And look, it has to I go. Mean, it has to go further than that. Because here, right now, well, see, I'm going to kill you. Okay, now nothing's happening to me for saying that, right? <laughs> don't, don't, if, uh, don't. <laughs> he's taking don't pictures. Of, he's getting, and I, he's no, okay, getting the rock. Okay, but I, like, I just, okay. I'm you a look lady, fantastic. Whatever. He'll show it to you before he posts. He, at first it was wait conspiracy. Wait a minute, first of all, wait, wait a second. You look great. Oh, I'm a mess. How does she look tonight? Great. <laughs> I, I have had a blowout. All right, which would be a um, ACDC song that meant something else. <laughs> um, Earlier today, I had the Jack. Yeah, yeah. Go tell your story. All right. Now. Well, uh, uh, okay. At first, it was like conspiracy to commit murder, and apparently, these people they were gonna do a album with them in New Zealand, and so he. I'm sure he's like, I'm gonna kill you guys. But he. So that I can dismiss. Like I can let that go. A rock and roller. He's sixty. He's threatened. He's like, I, I'm gonna kill you right you didn't think lemmy said that every night of the week at the rainbow but then they found methamphetamines that's meth right that's not just bennies yeah that's meth that's meth okay because the pot fine but meth i mean this guy's gotta have some money and then you why the meth you always said this and i agree with you he was the cute one he was the cute one did you see recent pictures of him yes Not cute. Oh, oh, I want to say this about Robert Plant. I have talked about how, like, oh, him and Jimmy, whatever. I think he's come around again. And I've seen a picture of him recently. You think he's had some work done? "Mm, No. I just think the grizzled is in the the short hair. I Mm -hmm. think he's coming around to being hot again. Okay. I'll say it. (laughs) Rick Springfield's letting his hair go gray finally. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Uh, And that new album's good, people. That new Rick Springfield album is really fun. We were mentioned in a team. Oh, I just, I can't even. I can't even that Gloria Gaynor favored a tweet, the tweet that I was in, and then now. Martha Quinn and, I just and Rick can't Springfield. Even. This is a crazy Honestly, week. if you would have told me at 12 years old that all this was going to happen to me. I know. I would have been like, no way. Uh, by the way, the whole ACDC catalog uh, was re-released in 2003, all remastered for the first time and re-released on, uh, I think, Sony or Columbia. And uh, David Wilde, our friend, uh, writes the liner notes to a couple of those oh. albums. Oh, so, just want to let you know that. All right, let's jump into a song from Powerage. This is Paul Gilmartin's favorite. Oh, is it? Wait, wait, wait. Is it Powerage? I always said Powerage. Yeah, I Paul always Gilmartin. said Powerage. I say Powerage too, but Powerage. 
Gilmartinich. Okay, so I'm sorry, Paul Gilmartinich. Paul Gilmartinich says Powerage. Okay, well then. Now he's crazy. <laughs> okay. If you listen to his podcast, he's really got issues. But this is his favorite ACDC <laughs> album. And, uh, I'm sure oh, he'd love you saying that. By I, the way. He, he wouldn't. He, okay. he knows how I am. All right. uh, also, by the way, I want to go jump back on Money Talks. That was produced by Bruce Fairbairn, who had produced Aerosmith and Bon Jovi. And again, I think ACDC is better when an outside producer comes in. Uh, fresh ears to steer them in. I, but does, the right do, don't we all, when you have fresh eyes on anything that yeah. you're doing in your work, yeah. it helps. It just makes it better. There's mm-hmm. very few bands that produce themselves to good results. Um, sticks always self produce themselves. And really? so if you like sticks, those records sound good. They do. And I think they did a great job. But, yeah. th- uh, but it doesn't always work like that. Interesting. Door to door. Okay. Um, I can't. I don't. I, I, la, 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 la. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. This is a song called What's Next to the Moon. By the way, huh. I'm gonna. You don't like that song? No, it's interesting because it's it's a little bit more philosophical, right? Than yeah. some of their works. You've never heard Power Age? I thought Power I had. Age? I really thought it's I had. The album but I don't know that. Right one. before uh, Highway to Hell. Okay. Very good. Very good. All right. Uh, I usually don't like to do this, uh, but I'm gonna tease next week's episode. I'm a little worried because uh, the gentleman has been very lovely. Like his his emails to me. He's a gentleman, but he's rescheduled three weeks in a row. But every week, the reason is amazing. Uh, I'm going on tour with Joan Jett for three weeks, and she's added two new songs to the set list, and I need to learn those. My biography, my autobiography is the first draft is due on March 1st, so I need to finish. So everything has been top notch, and he's really nice. But I'm going to say it anyway, because I really think next week it's going to happen. Uh, we're going to record on Wednesday, just like we're doing tonight, and it's going to drop the next day, and we're going to have a drummer, Kenny Aronoff. Oh. Uh, John Mellencamp, and he's uh, played with Alanis and Neil Diamond and Rod Stewart wow, and Melissa Etheridge. that's going to be fantastic. And, and Smashing Pumpkins and John Fogarty, and just so met Johnny Cash, so many people he's played with. Fantastic. Alice Cooper, Alice Cooper and Johnny Cash. It's crazy. Because you know the crazy person out of those two is Johnny Cash. Sure. So anyway. Your turn. I'm teasing I, that. Okay, because I mean, we, 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 we've, you know, I, you, may, you know me, I don't like to Christy take just too asked, much time. Christy just asked what time, how long I'm we've gonna, been recording. No, 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 but I want to drop my last song. This is your and, last one? No, no, and, and if we can get that thing that I love on the internet. I already found it. Okay, yep. you oh, guys, okay. now let me just, I want to apologize first for people who are purists and only just love the rock and roll. <laughs> but when I heard slash saw this on the internet, which is back to being amazing in my eyes because of this. Okay, for a second, <laughs> I thought you meant that Slash saw this. Oh, no. When I That's heard funny. that Slash saw this yes, on the when internet. I heard, when I heard Slash... That's... Oh, yeah! 
yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Um, uh, it mixes two things I love mm-hmm. very much, ACDC and Bee Gees. Yes. And this is a mashup, everyone, of Staying Alive and Back in Black. It is amazing. If you licensed this mashup, it would cost $2 million. <laughs> yep. That's crazy. Like it's it's I think beyond. I think they could release that oh. to rock radio and with all and sell it and all the money to charity. Yes. It would be oh. a, I would buy that. So great. It's to, so great. To make that you'd need like isolated vocals and I don't even know where you'd I don't find even know, that. I don't even know how you in your head you you <laughs> I don't think that way. Like musically, you know what I mean? I yeah, love I, music. I don't either. I don't either. Do you play any instruments? No, I took guitar lessons when I was a teenager, but I just didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't take the time. I didn't practice and I keep it. I keep it as like an albatross. I have a Fender, actually one that was made in America, which apparently they, so it's worth something. Let's make guitars great again. (laughs) I mean, it's just as little, it just has two pickups. It's whatever. But I was, it was not natural to me and I didn't practice. So it represents something that I wanted and I wasn't willing to put the work in. So I always want to keep it as part of my life. But um, yeah, no, I'm not that. I can't. Everyone who wants to make America great again has two pickups too. So (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Tweet it, Tig. <laughs> Dang. Um, I mean, what? The um, Nice. Pilar bought me an acoustic, a beautiful, a really nice acoustic guitar for my 40th birthday. And you smashed it. I, I said, Vinyl um, style. I said, I love Pete Townsend. I'm going to have to break this over your, I put my wife beater on. I yeah. broke it over her skull. Wow. No. So, um, so I just turned 52 and I have yet to learn and like I'll get I will get it out sometimes and like play on it and she's like and I'm not playing anything I'm playing nothing no chords just bullshit just strumming and she's like I really wish you would take guitar lesson I really think you would be good because even just your nonsense sounds okay to me and I'm like this is just nonsense well the key though is having a band it's just having people to play with because if it's just did you, you just in your invite room me doing- to, did you just invite me to form a band with you yes I did I have a pianica <laughs> do you know what that is I don't it's also a hooter it's called oh, a hooter. Yeah, yeah. I have one of those. Yeah. From childhood. I'm not a hoarder. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. I can't uh, do any better than that, by the way. That's my, that's it for me. Mike, you have an acoustic guitar. When did you get your acoustic guitar? I got it right, uh, I don't know, I was about 35. So about the same time I got mine. Yeah. And have you learned to play it yet? Not one note. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Kyle, do you have a guitar? No. You should get one and just set it in your closet. We all have one. <laughs> 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 you want to buy 
<laughs> I think. Uh, oh, you just played that. That's so I'm it. Gonna play, that, I can't do better than that. I'm going to play a song that uh, this is. This is probably my least favorite ACDC album. It's called "Blow Up Your Video," but I love this song. Uh, and this song is called "Heat Seeker." <laughs> Super it's very different for them. Um, yeah, I don't know what the, the rest of the album is not good. It's just okay, but I do. I've always loved that song. Huh. And I remember so buying. Different. I remember buying the album and being because that was the first single. That was the video. It's the first song in the album, and then and then you just then you know when the disappointment sets in, you're like, oh, mm. that's the best song on the album. I I like when you buy an, a, an album and the single is not. The right. best song in the album. That's when you're like, oh, beautiful. Yeah. All right, you're up. What do you got? That's it. I can't. You're I can't done. Ta- I can't tell. Ta- I brought something else, but I can't top that. Like we, that. I want that to. Can't end with Heat Seeker. <laughs> All right. Well, my you, last I song. I know you have more songs. I do. I have one more song. Christy looks at me uh, and she says, how long is the episode? And I go, we're at, a hundred, we're at an hour and 25 minutes. And she's like, she gives me the cut side across her neck. Cut it. Do you think she was trying to tell you she was going to kill you? Oh, like right. Well, or like the song. Maybe. Or since I'm wearing a wife beater, maybe she was saying, kill me. <laughs> Speaking of murder. Yes. One of the best songs to run to if you're a runner is this one. It's a title track. This is a good treadmill song. It's a good treadmill song. Right. It's called Dirty Deeds Done Dirt oh, Cheap. This is this is our good. play out or should we, uh, or do uh, you have a play out? Uh, I, I don't have, a, uh, this would be an amazing play out song, but I have like five more songs. I'm not going to play them all, but. Okay. You're going to top Dirty Deeds. I'm not going to top Dirty Deeds. There's no way I can. All right. I might be able to. Go ahead. Play okay. the devil voice right there yes. like that's the one as a child i'm like i'm afraid how great great is it too that they allowed angus to be basically the focal point of the band like he's on most all the album covers yeah. almost solo he's on the album covers and um that's pretty cool too i mean that's that's lead singers that don't have lead singer disease they're like yeah angus it's angus's band who cares right we'll, we'll call it the jay gals band it's fine <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah 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 i like that just because to me like i talked about you guys have got to read that article about silence of the lambs it's so good but i just i feel that the best things that are out there artistically or ones where you have multiple people coming mm. together and just doing their best and and not having ego kind of 
play a part in yeah. whatever. And yeah, I mean, he's like, eh, I don't care. I mean, he's just some working class guy, like with a denim vest. And he's yeah. like, yeah, sure. I've got half my teeth. I agree. <laughs> like, I, I, we were talking about this uh, last week about the sketch shows and stuff. And anytime I've been in a, a sketch type of a show, I always wanted the show to be amazing. I, you know, it, look, if I'm in one sketch, but I shine in that sketch, and all the other sketch, and I'm not in another sketch, but the show's amazing. Right. I want to be a part of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, are you sure? We're never going to do an ACDC episode. We might play ACDC songs, but we're never going to do an ACDC episode again. I know, but that's why again. I, I cherry-picked. You hour, don't have any more songs. I, that's all I brought. Well, I brought have- Put the Finger on You. <laughs> the fingering song <laughs> that we both brought. Uh, that was our one overlap. How come dirty- Put the Finger on You was our yeah. one overlap. So you know what we were thinking about. <laughs> Um, and by the way, on that album, Inject the Venom. I am not kidding you. That is no joke. Well, you know what? Inject uh, the Venom. Play this next one, then we'll do some promoting and we'll play one more. But play, because uh, this is very much in the vein of uh, of Put the Finger on You. This oh. is from Highway to Hell. This is Touch Too Much. Uh-huh. <laughs> This sounds so good, Mutt Lang. It was one of those nights when you turn out the lights And everything comes into view She was taking her time, I was losing my mind There was nothing that she wouldn't do <laughs> It wasn't the first, it wasn't the last She knew we was making love Just in case she weren't clear Right at least he's just making love. Yeah. So funny when he says wasn't the first, wasn't the last, because I have a picture of my first and last. Did I ever tell you that? What? In my high school reunion, I have a picture of oh. me and Pilar and uh, uh, Mimi Wartz. And I call that picture my first and last. Wow. I'll never have that picture. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Your first is dead. He's in jail. Is he really? He's a drug dealer. He was oh, a drug what? dealer. How long is he going to I be? can't. It's hard to even. He might be in jail with Phil Rudd from ACDC. Well, maybe. It's really, wow. it's a tragic tale, but I loved him so much. But he's. He he's, introduced me to rock music. He was he, a little older. Did he introduce you to drugs? To pot, Sure. Did you ever sneaking do any out drugs? of the house? Did, did you ever do drugs? No, that was it. Pot. That's pot. it. And I've maybe done it at twenty times my whole life, and I'm like, ugh, it makes me sleepy. I'd rather have a glass of wine. Recreational pot user. Oh, I took a brownie once at Disneyland. But that still was pot. Yeah. No, it was an LSD brownie. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Sorry. no. I I'll tell you, just say no worked. Nancy, Nancy Reagan? Reagan worked. Wow. I got to tell you, I had the fear that my unborn children years later were going to, I was going to have an LSD flashback and there was just a lot of fear. <laughs> and you know, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. I, because I didn't, I, I, I'm glad. But I'll tell you, it worked. Not for everybody, not for mm. everyone, but sir, for me. Cool. Yeah. I'm hoping that your last song is not, because remember, like I say, one of my Goosebump songs has not been played yet. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do apologies right now. I'm going to oh, no. go apologies to Hail Caesar from Ball Breaker, which is the album that Rick Rubin produced. And I love that album. I think it's a great album. Apologies to S- Safe in New York City from Stiff Upper Lip. Oh, I think that's a great song. That is a good song. Uh, apologies to TNT from High Voltage, mm, an yeah. amazing song. Apologies to Anything Goes from Black Ice, which is a song that does not sound... <laughs> There's a pic. What was cut out of your magazine? Well, 
Why? I'm sure it was the cars. See, see, it was the cars. Oh, oh, I've got to see, take go, a picture of them. Seagull is looking through a, really? a cutout hole in the ma- in a magazine. Well, well, magazine. Wes, where the cars had a photo. You guys, I had a I had a whole collage. I would put mm-hmm. it on a board. Anyway, go on. What's your apologies? do you do you have a, do you have a storage facility where you keep this no, stuff? No, everything's I don't. in your house. It's in the garage. Okay. Is your garage garage a mess or is it neat? Mess. A mess. I'll come over and help you with that. I love organizing. Oh, good. Please, I've got lots Anytime of paint during the day. I've got, I've got thirty paint cans. Help give me, me. Give me a call. Do some. Yeah, there's, there's a quarter flash review. <laughs> <laughs> what do they give it? Well, it's it's a longer. Let me look. keep going. I'll All right. Okay. So uh, anyway, Christy, where can we find you on Twitter? Oh my gosh, I'm at Christy S Man C H R I S T Y S Man M A N N. The next time we sit down, we're going to do something. Hey, oh, everyone's crazy about us. Please get out. Talk about, we, talk to your friends about this should, show should we, about sociopaths. Should we still be liking that on yes. Funny or oh Die my gosh, do, and everywhere? Because you guys. I made everyone at work watch it and they liked oh, it. Oh, thank you. Oh, there have been people great. that so, like, I noticed like, wait a minute, I have to counter some of these dies. So you, you, if we've already watched it, just go there and just, just, sure. just, uh, show your friends, you know, click like, funny, funny, or funny, 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 whatever. Okay, and what about, does it help if we like it on YouTube also? It sure. You don't have to, okay. everyone. Just do, enjoy it. Talk we, about do it. Do we have a production date when the new season's going to... Have you written <sighs> no, them No, I have a conference call tomorrow, though. Hey. Have, have you written hey. them yet? No, because I have to know what... I have written some. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't written them all because I have to know, like, oh... Do I have to put a bottle of Clorox in this scene? Okay. Somehow. Oh, that's right. Product placement. Which are I'm you, not afraid of. Are you? I'm clever. Are you Not gonna, fast like Kyle. <laughs> no, Kyle was very quick. I'll call you when I need to get that okay. going. Are you going to replace Diedrich, Baber, D- Diedrich Bader with uh, Dick Sargent this year? No. <laughs> no? I will Still never. Be... He just, oh, I cannot say enough no, about No, those him. two together have some nice chemistry. It's amazing. Uh, okay, uh, Christy, the next time we're together uh, in front of these mics, it'll be for Songs That Give Us Goosebumps. Yay! Thank you. And uh, Kyle, uh, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny, but yep. tomorrow you're going to be at Kyle I'm going to be at, at Tignataro. Yeah. Is that Tignataro? Uh, yeah. At Tignataro. Yep. No underscore. Nope. All right. Uh, we're at Rock Solid Show. We're at Pat underscore Francis. Um, let's, I guess that's it. Let's just play it out. I'm going to play it out with a song from their brand new album uh, produced by Brendan O'Brien, who's worked with Springsteen and worked with uh, Pearl Jam, and he's produced their last two long players. And this is from 2014's Rock or Bust, and this is a song called Play Ball. I love it. Thank you, Christy. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks.